Welcome to the Goracom podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production for Goracom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put on important news with us today. Happy to have them back because we've got a lot of news to talk about. Rob Anson, CEO of Phobi AI trades in Canada under FOBI for friends in the U.S. under FOBIF. For those who know the story, I'm going to do a short intro because I could do an intro for an hour and it still wouldn't cover it. But what you need to know about Phobi is they're a global leader in digital wallet pass technology that delivers real-time data analytics and engagement using artificial intelligence to drive customer activation and engagement. And that happens, guys, both in the real world and online, the real world, talk about stadiums, stores, arenas, hotels, and other large venues. And the company has a whole track record of success. Customers include the Oscars and NASDAQ, NCAA. Partners include TELUS, uh, Amazon Web Services, and Oracle. Integration, Lightspeed, Shopify, Yotpo. Uh, acquisitions, a number of them that's made the company the leading wallet, wallet pass company. And pilots. That's something, there have been a lot of announcements there, and that's what we're talking about today because the headline is, Foby provides business update on various pilot projects. Rob, we've been waiting for this. Welcome back, my friend. Good morning, George. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, so we saw the press release this morning. The first question I have to ask you is, because I'm sure a lot of people are saying the same thing, why did the BCSC ask you to provide this update? Yeah, it's a great question. It's an easy one. Obviously, is result of COVID um, last year. I mean, it seems like a distant memory, of course, now, but, you know, this was still a thing up to March. Uh, there was a lot of agreements, of course, that were impacted by that. There were a lot of loose ends around commercial terms uh, around some of the agreements, of course, as we'll get into here, I'm sure, as we dig in a little deeper. But uh, it, was, it was mostly for us to be able to give kind of a, a reset, if you will, as to the shareholder update, as to where some of these previously announced um, projects and pilots stood today. Uh, obviously, I could speak to what was commercialized, um, you know, obviously certain NDAs and um, ongoing negotiations around various other pilots and contracts uh, I'm unable to speak to yet, but uh, hopefully in, in due time, uh, just like these, we'll be able to disclose publicly is there's a lot of great stuff here. Um, some of the stuff, George, you know, remember went back to when we were still Loop Insights. You know, the company has grown tremendously from this uh, over this period of time. And uh, is this, you know, I make every effort as I can, uh, of course, from online and doing interviews such as these to give as much uh, exposure as I can to our shareholders as to certain things um, where they are in, in the pipeline and process. And, you know, for the most part, they're very good about understanding what I can and cannot disclose. It's not publicly uh, shared yet. And um, I think this gave us a good opportunity today to kind of level set, if you will, um, give people the information that was put forward here and for them to uh, hopefully get even more excited. So the two things I got out of this press piece was one, there are pilots and updates you can talk about uh, and others you can't. So it's not like you're forced to, to talk about all of them. Everyone respects the fact that if you're in 
uh, if you're under NDA or discussing commercial terms, I know you didn't have to. So hopefully we're going to hear about those. The other thing that I got out of this, then we'll go into them, was, you know, it reminds me of the progression. You were Loop Insights at one point. You were a smaller company, not a lot of exposure. So uh, what the, the, the train that I picked up was Senior Frogs led to BDG Sports, which led to Allnet, which led to all this great exposure in Vegas. So the, those are two themes that come out of this. So let's go into what you're able to talk about. Tell us. That's the big one. You've completed two pilot programs at Tell us. Uh, you start off really small, then you're uh, uh, then you uh, upgraded to the marketplace, and then full procurement, full procurement partner. And this morning, there's more information coming out of Tell us. Let's talk about that first. Yeah, it was for us, and this is where unfortunately some people just don't understand. I mean, I wish things moved faster. I mean, you know me. Um, I push hard. 24 7 365 here and uh the one thing i have learned is you cannot force uh, you cannot be obsessed every day to move the dial because just like the stock price not every day the dial moves in the positive direction um as we've seen here is you know in the markets of course but really from the business side yeah we were we we signed an early stage um network agreement with telus way back in the early days as to encompassing our their SIM devices into our Foby device. That's where we all started. Uh, I don't even know if a lot of new shareholders understand that. No. So I think, um, yeah, that's uh, kind of started the relationship. Then as we did our, our internal pilot that lasted, you know, which was 100% success, by the way, um, that lasted the course of, you know, a year, 14 months, whatever it was, uh, it put us in a position to move from approved Telus marketplace where all of the contracts and there was a previous press release that we announced for Big White, that was the Loop Insights paper contractual agreement. Now, of course, with the success of the pilot we had with Telus and the expansion of the partnership, we've now gone from marketplace to procurement. And what that means is that all of these agreements that are sold through the Telus network are all papered through Telus legal uh and their accounts so that's put us in uh you know um some delay in some of these things but it's also put us in a greater opportunity because as these contracts have been negotiated with telus and their partners we've added so much more technology and capabilities to this so to layer on all this expenditure value here has put us and tell us in a much much stronger position uh, and that's why you'll see here next month um big white roll out their digital uh, member card now for their ski hill and whatnot. Some of these things that we've, you know, previously talked about that have shifted from Loop Insights are, are now a truly TELUS product. Yeah, and Big White couldn't really make a move last year because we all no, thought we were in the clear and then late November, yeah. Omicron came back and we it all went kind George. of into sheltering, half sheltering. It is too, and it, you know these are things. Some of the nuances that um, you know, and I don't expect them to. It's once I explain, they go, "Oh yeah, geez, how did I know that, or how did I not consider thinking that?" Is that it? You know, you got to think about it from an operational perspective. All of your, no, not all, but seventy percent of the big white staff was from abroad, right? So we see this, you know, here a lot in Vancouver with Whistler, our local ski hills in the hospitality marketplace the Australian and New Zealand uh, workers here that come for the seasonal stuff for um, the skills and these things, 
that's a huge part of the industry. So all of a sudden, you know, the road blows out. I don't know if people remember that one, yeah. but we had the, uh, you know, our highway blow out here that um, now people couldn't drive from the lower mainland up there, the normal routes. They had all the disruption with COVID and staffing. The last thing that they had on their mind was, hey, let's dump in some more technology for all these people that aren't here. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're in survival mode at that point, just trying to get the basics done. You're not implementing it. And we've seen that, by the way, with other clients of ours, you know, who had physical solutions to something, but just couldn't, and, and everyone was on board, and they just couldn't move them forward because George Calm was saying, take a shot, because someone's going to say that the CEO, take a shot, and then George says George Calm. But, you know, uh, George Calm said, hey, I can't integrate anything new. I'm just trying to get the basics done in this crazy, but that's all done. We're moving forward. Let's talk about what did tell us talk about this morning. Uh, if you can elaborate on, uh, so that as, as further evidence that your relationships just keep getting stronger and stronger. Yeah, we've got numerous deals now that uh, tell us is secured and we've helped support and get off the ground. Um, I, I would strongly suggest everyone to have a listen to our podcast. It was joined by Dan Klingerman from TELUS talking about some of the ongoing projects that we have with them. So I said for us, George, um, the relationship has strengthened incredibly. Uh, now starting to see success of multiple deals signed uh, with them, um, even new deals that are, are being strung on right now and final negotiations are. So there's a lot of great positivity and momentum. And for me, it's always been about nurturing. I mean, it's much like uh, I'm sure we'll talk about Las Vegas and all that here in a minute, but you know, it's been literally three years of building that trust and relationship for these, you know, $4.7 billion project. You know, they just don't pick up, uh, you know, my name out of a hat and go, yeah, we're looking for a little startup company in Vancouver, Canada of all places. You know, these things here, this is about always been for me as business is about relationships. You know, for me, I've always sold partnership early stage as much as we can because one, nobody knows who you are. You need to gain credibility and build trust. And then three, it's about servicing their needs. You hear me speak a lot about our products are designed to solve problems. Most of them come now from customers that say, hey, Rob, I've got a pain point of this. Can you help us build us into our existing tech stock? So when, like I said, for us, this is always about business first with partners. And, you know, as you'll see here from our successes, this has led from one to the next, to the next, to the next. When, when I hear sometimes, I have discussed with shareholders who, you know, can get impatient. I don't blame them. It's a, people are excited. And they want things to move faster. I say, look, if you're selling hot dogs, I can get revenue for you tonight. I can take a car down to the streets of Toronto and I can start getting revenue for you tonight. But when you're selling uh, a custom technology stack, into a major, you know, Las Vegas resort. As one example of many examples, Dallas and everyone else, it takes time, right? You don't just get, hey, George, come on in and give us your tech stack and solve our problem for us. And so on that note, all net, uh, that's, yeah. that's taken a big step forward. In 30 seconds first, just give new people a quick recap of what is the all net resort. And then let's talk about what you're doing there in terms of the update. Yeah, if people download our investor pass, they would have got the obviously the links today that gives the animated artist rendering the introduction to the project. I mean, it, it's spectacular. I mean, this is one that uh, 
you know, I've been excited about now for three years. And as I said, uh, this, this, this really puts us on a whole new level of exposure. I mean, just what this has brought to us in, in the last few months alone from opportunities as a result of this relationship and project. Uh, I, I couldn't spend enough money to have gained access to the quality of groups of which we are gaining now. So it's, uh, it's a state-of-the-art state facility. It is non-gaming, which is a huge, huge deal for, for Las Vegas. I think it's a uh, $4.7 billion build-out now. That's a blow. We're showing uh, the video, by the way, on the screen while we're talking about okay, it. Okay, great. Yeah, there's two hotel phases of it, of an all-suite right on the boulevard, of course. It'll be the highest end uh, resort property for rooms as standard on the strip, which says a lot, of course. Um, there's a secondary hotel as well, um, more oriented for families. There's a conference center. But the big one for us, to me, is always about local. Um, you know, we go back to the unfortunate shooting at Mandalay Bay many years ago and the, the Knights launched. You know, we saw a huge rally around Vegas Strong. Right. Las Vegas has a city and population, I would say, second to none around community pride and, and support. You know, we've seen this now with the success of the Las Vegas Knights, you know, now the Raiders soccer looks like the Oakland A's are going to be moving locations as well to Las Vegas. So I think it's very interesting that um, the dynamic of the city and it's played a big part here because they've built a lot of the amenities for the surrounding areas, of course, to include uh, a Whole Foods grocery store, to include medical services, um, and then, of course, financial banking. All of these things are built into it. The big one, though, and the big kind of cherry on the top, you could say, is the 25,000-seat retractable roof. Awesome. It's awesome. Pro sports entertainment that is built 100% spec to NBA compliance. Um, you know, obviously Jackie's background is former world champion NBA star and local UNLV. Um, you know, for us, I think um, my interest came on, on the size and the magnitude, but also too, I take a great deal of pride because this is a minority first project. I don't know if people know that or not, but um, it's, it's, it's something that uh, they've endured a lot over the last 10 years. I mean, in the guy had problems with COVID, trying to raise $4.7 billion over all this uncertainty and market crashes and whatnot. So I get my hats off to Jackie and, and Owen and team there that uh, have, have got this across the line now. And uh, it is going and it is under construction and we're playing a huge, huge part in this project. What, what has it done for uh, phobia exposure that your technology stack is going to power uh, the all net resort and all the engagement interaction and everything that goes, everything that goes with it. What kind of exposure credibility, what, what kind of doors has it opened up for Phoebe, not just in Vegas, but maybe for other major resorts around the world? It is. Yeah. And I mean, obviously this is only in, you know, height more as things unfold and shared publicly, of course, uh, with all that and, and their team and partners. I mean, partners is the big one. You know, I was asked to look at what integrations have we done? Who are the best to breed partners for stadium, retail, hospitality, all of these things? Um, you know, this is really a closed loop network, if you will, George. So if you think of from a, you know, a wallet capacity perspective, 
now having all of your check-in credentials, right? All of your different restaurant dining, your shopping, there's 45 restaurants, uh, and, or sorry, 23 restaurants, 45 retail outlets in a mall here, all high end, of course, as you can appreciate the Las Vegas uh, vibe and feel of one of the largest international gateways, of course, there are. Um, all of these things around loyalty and points for shopping, spend, engagement, this will be all part of the, you know, our wallet technology that drives all of this. So that fully integrated 100% real-time submersive, I guess, experience from a user perspective, um, it's all going to be driven by Foley. From check-in to check-out and everything in between. That's, that's Yeah, and all the pre-visit, post-visit communication things, like I said, there's so much here that I'm excited about, especially from a monetization perspective with partners and stuff, is it is not gaming. So you can imagine the value of the data and those in attendance on that property of, you know, Vegas is always about someone's going somewhere next. Where are they going? Um, that opens up a, a great door of opportunity. And this is just my uh, anecdotal thought, but you just know that when people are checking into the resort and staying at the resort and doing things, you know, there are going to be a lot of VIPs, a lot of very important people on the planet who are going to be saying, what the hell is this system? I've never seen this before. And increase is going to start flying in. They have to, right? Because it is, I, I've been to hotels from the whole, this, you know, forever. And even the last few months, yeah, I mean, it's I, the same old experience. Yeah, as things have been, you know, unfolding, getting closer now to being, you know, secured um, and agreements signed and done. Um, these are the things that have opened the doors because, you know, when, when I'm down there or when I have, you know, on calls here, I'm now getting introduced to the largest, you know, other system integrations, right? Um, you know, companies like uh, GMA, um, of course, you know, from a network and connectivity perspective, uh, Boingo, which is a massive player in, in the Wi-Fi space. And some of these other groups, of course, I mean, this the building will be wrapped in Translux, of course. This means that the perimeter will be all digital signage basically so people can watch they've got a victory square where there's 15,000 seats being built for outdoor viewing as i said it's a retractable roof so could you imagine the concerts that they'll be able to have from an experiential standpoint in stadium as well as exterior um it, it's, it's really i get goosebumps quite honestly when I, I i watched that video and i listened to everyone else talk about you know the art of what's possible is that's always been one of my strong suits, I would say, is, you know, classify myself as somewhat a visionary as to where things are headed and how we get there. I think, George, I'm quite, you know, not, not only proud, but I think for us, um, 2023 is going to be a, a very interesting year for us because we've been ahead of the curve, pardon to steal the pun from COVID, but um, we've been way ahead of the curve here around digital wall, digital ID credentials. You know, now everyone's finally getting educated from a product perspective and a product awareness. People are now catching up, right? And this means now there's more familiarity, more comfortable. Uh, people are more comfortable with understanding how to leverage and how to position these technologies. Um, so they aren't invasive. They're not uh, at all creating a friction. They're always a utility experience and application. And that's the way we've positioned everything for the last two and a half years here. Um, and this is why we're seeing the growth now is 
not only because of the project credibility, but the global, uh, you know, education here. Uh, last question on all that. When the resort's up and ready, 2026, I think. Um, 2025, great. Are you still planning to have the next available phobia AGM? So, you know, if it, depending on what dates, the next <laughs> AGM, will we still have, will we, is, you still plan to have it there? Because I think there all is. of us would love to flock to Vegas to check the resort, see the technology in use, experience it, and then end it off with an AGM. I think that would be fantastic. Well, I'll go even one step further. We've got big plans for Pulse IR to host investor conferences, global investor conferences at the epicenter, at the all-net resort. So stay tuned for more of that, of course. But no, it's it's a tremendous asset. It's a global showcase, and we're going to leverage it as, as far as we can. That's awesome. BDG Sports. Uh, I remember when you and I first had the interview from T-Mobile Arena. You're on the floor. That was the one where the uh, alarms are going off. You had the mask on, I think. <laughs> and then Mandalay Bay at center court company name on the board with Brooks. Um, and look, again, just the microcosm of you started from that and now you're at all net. Uh, so it's fair to say that BDG was the, uh, the huge catalyst. Senior Frogs we're going to talk about was the seed, but I think BDG Sports, fair to say it was a catalyst because all the success you had in Vegas with them? It was. I mean, it's this, you know, I, I can't... Um you know, express enough gratitude towards Brooke Down, Brooks Downing and his team there at PD Global. I mean, uh, you know, we still stay in touch on a lot of new opportunities, of course, and positioning as their business is growing tremendously as well. Um, but no, it was. I mean, you know, as I said earlier, this is about um, evolution, I would say, as a young startup that, uh, you know, full of piss and vinegar, as you could say, that, uh, Gonna go conquer the world and really without partners like that and having a grassroots um you know venue and event to be able to prove your worth and to prove your team of course and all the great work that we've done um these things don't happen i mean i'll always be grateful for the opportunity with them um when we look at uh, to your point of you know, yes, we're doing that first interview live at Center Court in T-Mobile Arena with our name on the exterior of the building. That was kind of one of the, the first kind of flags in the ground, I guess you could say. And as a result of that, um, you know, what John Ballister at MGM has done a great, you know, been a great partner for us in making introductions. And what it did, it enabled them to invite people to see the technology live in environment, right? Um, you know, for predominant software business, it's very hard for us to showcase what it is because some executive at one of our, you know, partners or clients, they're not going to allow you access to their, their backend infrastructure. So to see that kickoff of the venue access management platform, if you will, uh, live in action, nothing is more powerful than that, right? So that was, was, was the big kickoff for us. I mean, you know, people remember that led to all of our rollouts with the Stratosphere Hotel, MGM, PGA Corn Ferry Tour event that we did, um, and others, of course, down there. That uh, you know, Vegas is becoming a, kind of a hotbed for us uh, for opportunity, and they're not um, overnight. You know, Wednesday, let's uh, let's call Rob and get a deal done tomorrow. 
we're talking stuff. I mean, these guys are planning events for 2023, 24, 25, already major events that, uh, you know, where we're positioned is that they see the world going. And uh, for us, we use a lot of the, the next evolution in our course presentations and marketing. And that's what we provide, that transformative technology. As you see in all that, uh, it's for tomorrow's lifestyle. Is it fair to say, given that progression, um, are you still at the point where you have to continue doing pilots uh, and, and giveaways or was Shopify and Lightspeed and all that uh, an example of you no longer have to do pilots and you're just going straight into market yeah. opportunity discussions? There, there, there's some groups, I'm not going to lie, you know, sit here and lie to you. There, there, there's opportunities we're doing right now that there's contemplation because you got to understand some of the enterprise opportunity, George, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, potentially millions of dollars here. Um, they're, they're, none of these groups are going to go spend, you know, pick a number two to three million bucks um, to go throw some, something in that they don't have full confidence that it's going to work and not only work, but it's not going to disrupt their existing systems. You know, another precursor to coming this time of year, the month of December, we've got numerous deals right now that both sides are pushing extremely hard to get done by the end of November because come December, they have a blackout. It's their big, biggest period of the year for, for these groups to you know, monetize the store value that they can't afford any disruption. And uh, as confident as we are with a track record of which we have, the enterprise deals, yeah, they, they will all, not all of them, but most of them um, will include some form of one to three months sort of pilot to see that there's no disruption. What I did, quite honestly, even in the case of NASDAQ, George, they came back to us with three or four different build-outs. Hey, core technology is great, but what about this or what about that? Could you also build this into it and could you integrate this into it? And yes, we can. And here's what the quote will be. And here's what it costs. And seven to 10 days or whatever the case is, it's delivered to them. So for us, like you said, that gives us exponential value to our existing partners to show that we can implement, we can get you off the ground. But more importantly, we can custom development uh, as you go here to evolve your product. This isn't just a one-stop plug and play and, and we're done. This is always about for us trying to have you know, one hand on the back and, you know, I guess the other hand in the cookie jar, you could say that we continue to monetize that uh, over the course of term because of the level of service that we've been able to provide and nurture from day one. Let's talk about the runway in front of you. We're well into Q4 now. And you just talked about what the dynamic looks like as everyone tries to wrap stuff before the end of November. Look, on a couple of occasions, we've said it and some people have mentioned it where we, where you said in interviews, you know, walk eventually leads to run. And you, you've thought on a couple of occasions that year after was going to be the run year. However, COVID came, we thought that was done. Omicron came, you know, so for, to no fault of your own, uh, there were stops and starts and hurdles there that none of us were anticipating. Assuming, you know, we don't have any other unforeseen global macro events. Is 2023 the year where Phoebe goes on its run? How does your pipeline look? How confident do you feel about the kind of opportunities that uh, are in discussion and, and, and planning right now? Well, for me, George, it's always my full 
I mean, at the end of the day, let's get real. I take full blame responsibility for everything that happens in any association to phobia. You know, for me, I'm always a big believer. My team is probably sick of hearing it, but I mean, every day is, I don't care where we are um, or how we got here. Fact of the matter is we are where we are, right? Um, this is one of my things with my team is that it doesn't matter how we got here. Um, it's my responsibility at the end of the day all I look for is moving forward from today on is that we change internal processes or in these cases here, messaging and whatnot to reflect the reality of the world. And yeah, there's been some delays in some of these things, but one thing I would say when we talk about, uh, you know, I push, as you know me very well now, I think, um, I push very, very hard. Um, no oh yeah, has, we, you, you called me at midnight a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, no one has higher standards right. than myself. And, and I'm extremely hard you know, on myself as well, um, you know, because, you know, I can't make things go faster. My team gets frustrated because, you know, there's two weeks, three weeks, a month gap between some of these communications of some of the groups we've mentioned. But, you know, they have to understand that, you know, patience is a virtue on some of these things. I think over this year, I've learned a great deal of about patience and trying to, um, you know, not live in the moment, but, you know, 18 months in the future. And I think that's what's made us become successful over the last couple of years is, you know, I'm, I'm planning on 2024, right? What does that future look like? How can I ensure every move that I do make right now is positioned as, you know, agnostic as I can from a tech stack perspective to continue us the nimbleness and agility. Our nimbleness and agility is unparalleled in, in the industry. I mean, by far. Does the industry recognize that? 100%. It's the biggest reason that we have is our, our ability to, you know, juke and jive in sports terms, I guess you could say, is a huge industry game breaker for us. Um, that, that's the big one. And I think, like I said, this year has been great for how do you say this, market education, market awareness, project education. You know, we've seen continued release and developments from the big players that down these paths, you know, we haven't even touched on like 8112, for example. This, this is the next evolution. I mean, we're sitting here waiting for everyone to catch up. And like I said, I'd rather be positioned um, sitting there waiting with arms open as opposed to wondering, you know, what the heck just happened and where did our business go? So for me, I'm always about transformation and innovation. Always have, always will be. And we'll continue to push these boundaries uh, to drive new innovation. The world is caught up when it comes, not caught up, but they're slowly moving on digital transformation and understanding and our ability to connect all of these things from a data perspective, of course, you know, um, has, has put us in this position. You know, um, are, are we running now? I'd say no, of course not, right? But as it's your point, I think next year is, is, is where more so people, um, people start to see the traction. You know, we're going to start to see that accumulative growth. And some of these things now that have been papered will come into play in a couple quarters. And that puts us in a very strong position. You know, like I said, we're, we're never going to have uh, come out and have a, you know, $50 million quarter. That's not how SaaS works, right? For us, it's going to be accumulation now of, of scale as we've seen here with Barnett and Ideal, right? Data licensing, 
all of these things add value to the puzzle. And, you know, I've built a pretty sophisticated puzzle from day one. You know, I remember going back a couple of years, even here, that this is an investment. If you're looking for a day trade, probably not the best stock because it's going to take time um, because of the technology and the place of where the world is today. But I know that um, I'm very confident in 2023 and definitely what it brings to us and the market. Yeah, and I can profess to that theory because when I first started Agoracom way back in the day, uh, I knew I wasn't going to do it the way everybody else was doing it because, first of all, there are 20 incumbents that were doing the traditional route, and I wasn't going to beat them. So I, I went to where I knew it was going, and it took a couple of years. But, man, as soon as the market got to me, that was it. It was lights out, game over. So uh, I'm I'm hoping for the same for Phobia. It sounds like that's how you're, you're positioning the company. And yeah, I'm 100% positioned that way. And like I said, as I said, I've learned a great deal of patience. And it's really helped me stay focused on that forward-looking prospect of, of where we are, how we make the best decision today for tomorrow, not for today. Um, that, that's a very dangerous proposition. And, you know, we're, we're well-positioned now, not only in the market, of course, but I think if you look at our stock, George, you know, we've had a massive consolidation. Anyone that wanted to, you know, sell has have had every opportunity since December with a market correction, of course. And I think we're one of the few companies that not only have now, you know, found a bottom and a, and a new base, if you will, with a huge consolidation, but now they start to see us that, oh, one announcement a week, two a week, there's now traction going here. There's things that are coming from the past, right? Where there's smoke, there's fire. And I think it's now um, put a lot of confidence, a lot of excitement, quite honestly, gauging by the, the, the messages and calls and emails that I get, you know, the death threats and the, I should resign and I'm an idiot and all these things uh, are done. Don't hear those near as often. But uh, as I said, I, I love those too, because it, it is what it is. It means that people are still talking and paying attention that, um, you know, we've got a very passionate following. We've got a very broad global following now based on the reach outs that I am getting. And uh, like I said, I'd rather be standing on the, in the end zone, waiting for the ball to come across the goal line, as opposed to, at the 50-yard line wondering where the ball went. Uh, just to be clear, I'm going to continue to be sending you threats, but that's on the weekend, <laughs> like the Cowboys. So that, that'll that never stop. But otherwise, uh, thanks thanks for being here, man. As always, I love the level of depth you get into on these updates. Uh, and I'm sure, I know, I know, not I'm sure, everyone really appreciates it. And this is a little long overdue. So I'm glad we did this. And like I said at the outset, there were some pilots that, you weren't required to talk about because you're under NDA or in commercial term discussion. So I'm, is it, is it, would it be safe to assume that you're going to be back a little bit more, uh, you know, the next, you know, couple of weeks, 30 days, 45 days. Well, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see me again, of course, George. And uh, yeah, no kidding side there, there'll be many different uh, and, you know, by end of year, of course, uh, ideally, um in q1 great corporate updates not just on the phoby side but you know past creator cupels are gaining huge great traction as well so we've seen some of the successes and look at that's what kind of gets me excited now george and, and you know it's a grind right this has been you know three four years here grind 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 and i'm rejuvenated again and, and having fun which is the biggest thing for me because you know i've obviously heard me say you know when we talk is 
good things happen when you're having fun. It's just so true, right? When you have, um, you know, optimistic mindset, uh, as I do now, that um, things just seem to fall in place. And, you know, hence why we started with matrix as the ticker symbol. We're seeing a lot of matrix moments over the last few months here. And uh, it's a lot of fun again. So it's great. Uh, I will be back. Uh, I will be busy over the next bit as well. So uh, there might be some gaps, but uh, you never know where I'll pop up next. All right. Well, can't wait for you to pop up next. But in the meantime, thanks for giving us all the update. And again, everyone at home, go listen to the podcast with TELUS because there's some great information there. And that just serves as a harbinger as to, you know, how good the technology is, how well respected it is by some of the largest companies in the world and searched by TELUS, who is the second largest, you know, uh, uh, tele, telemedia company in the, in, in the country at the same time. So thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for being here, my friend. Thanks, George, anytime. To everybody at home, you've been watching or been listening to my podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform to Rob Anson, CEO at FOBI AI, trades in Canada under FOBI for friends in the US, FOBIF. For those who need a story, get the company's profile page on Agoracom. And then once you got that knowledge, head over to the FOBI website, do your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap podcast.